Hey kids, I'm Cokie the Bear, and this is my house. Do you like doing cocaine outside in the forest or on the water? I do too. But it's important to be responsible with your drugs. Because if you don't, I will f**k up your sh**. I will f**k you and your family for another taste of that sweet, sweet booger sugar. So keep all your drugs securely stowed away in a lockable cooler or hung from a tree. Remember, only you can prevent cocaine bears. Is this a Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. I'm Bryce Hansen and across from me is David Day. Day. Your name is David Day. Uh, We're both experts in horror. Like you can trust us because that's what we say. Uh, new theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Got a great show for you today. Uh, just coming off of my uh, St. Patrick's Day hangover. Uh, oh, really? Did you appro- uh, did you imbibe? I did. Oh, and I'm gonna say it. It kind of it helped with the movie a little bit. I think. <laughs> Uh, apropos, we're reviewing Cocaine Bear, you know, because cocaine Irish. is with Pat. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, sure they do cocaine too, you know? Alcohol sure. just leads to more bad decisions. So, uh, before we get into it, want to plug our website, go to horrormovietalk.com. You'll find links to all the things. We want to thank our new patrons, which I should have had pulled up. Oh, you know what? I have them right here. Thanks for reminding me. Look at you. We got, uh, Brandon M. We got Corey S. We got Victor G. Renee K. And Ayla. Thank you all for joining up and supporting the show. We really appreciate you a lot. Yes, thank you so much. And if you join them, you'll get access to patron-exclusive content if you really like us. If you are just interested in joining us, we post every new episode every Wednesday. And if you have any comments or criticisms, call us at 682-253-4468, and we might play your voicemail on a future episode of horror movie talk uh every episode we start out by giving a brief review and our score for the film we score on an average of one to ten one being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry five being an average film 
that hits all the expected marks, and 10 being so good it transcends genre boundaries. After we give our score, and we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. So if you haven't seen Cocaine Bear yet, and you don't want to have anything spoiled, uh, lots of secrets to be spoiled in this movie, uh, you can bounce after we alert you to the spoiler section. Later on, we'll be playing our perennial favorite taglines. This is a good one. This is a good one for taglines, i got to tell you. It is, yeah. It's a pretty good one. Um, so there you go. There, That's what you can expect. We prepared you mentally and physically. Uh, well, it's up to you to prepare yourself physically for this episode. Well, I'll prepare them physically, you know. Um, so let's hop in. We watched Cocaine Bear, and it had a cocaine bear in it. It can be found in theaters and online right now. Cocaine Bear is loosely based on a true story of a bear that finds and consumes a brick of cocaine airdropped by a cocaine smuggler in 1985. In the movie, instead of dying immediately, it goes. (laughs) (laughs) It, It does what everyone imagines in their head when they hear the words cocaine bear. It goes on an unhinged, coked up rampage across a state park. Uh, <laughs> did it die immediately in real life? Yeah, uh, the cocaine <laughs> bear did, did nothing. It just died immediately. It was like, oh, oh. And you know what? I'm pretty sure if a person does an entire brick of cocaine, they will also die. It's uh, it's a limitation of living beings, you know. Mm-hmm. A certain amount of cocaine just stops your heart. Right. Um, along the way, cocaine bears, or as his friends call him, Pablo Escobar, crosses <laughs> paths with drug dealers, thugs, <laughs> rangers, children, and a mom. Uh, these people fare about as well as you would expect against cocaine bear. The movie is structured basically as a slasher in that the characters are mostly there as fodder, and they are all trying to escape an unhinged, all-powerful killer. However, even for a slasher, these characters have super thin development. Like if you were to scrape if you were to scrape the character development onto a piece of toast, like you'd it'd be barely perceivable. Barely. On the, yeah. Mm. Uh none of them would have what I would call an arc, not even cocaine bear. Um the cast is serviceable with Carrie Russell, Margot Martindale, and Ray Liotta rest in pieces and a bunch of newcomers uh they just aren't given much to work with really the most valuable enjoyable thing about this movie uh that this movie gives you is the title it's going to be talked about in knowing tones by the same people that mention sharknado all the time without having actually seen it that's that's me basically Mm. you Um, know sharknado Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, to its credit, it doesn't shy away from the gore, and it earns its R rating, but it doesn't go particularly crazy with it. Um, it's still a pretty, um, you know, general audience's movie, for, as much as you can say that, with, uh, with an R rating. Uh, like a signifier of that is Aaron wanted to watch it with me. Mm. So that's always that always shows you the the level of general audienceness to me overall it's okay there are enjoyable moments and the concept is novel early on but it loses its edge very quickly and becomes just a waiting game for a pretty obvious ending it's a b movie with a 35 million dollar budget i didn't expect much 
and it perfectly met my expectations. I give it a 4 out of 10. <clears throat> wow, so you enjoyed this one point less than Scream 6. Uh-huh. Which we reviewed last week. <clears throat> wow. That's uh that's too bad. I'm uh it's uh I really thought this thing uh this thing was very entertaining to me overall. It uh I really expected Sharknado. Mm. You know? And I don't know what Sharknado is, but I've caught little bits of it. And, uh, and <laughs> I've it never is, seen it. It but... is real. Like, I've caught bits and pieces of it, and it is slap dash. Uh, it's like the word art version of a movie. Um, and, uh, you know, Cocaine Bear was actually, uh, I, th- I thought the character arcs were appropriate and fun. Uh, I liked all the characters in it, and they're... <laughs> their reactions to uh you know an insane thing that was happening uh and the insane thing that was happening wasn't so over the top unbelievable that i I would name it uh in the same sentence as uh sharknado you know it was pretty there was some good survival tips in there (laughs) that i would uh you know that i would echo and and you know overall i i had a really good time with this thing um it uh it held my attention the whole way through and it was kind of a, a delightful action little rompy thing with really truly dreadful uh gore uh that was uh, to me it was just like just because i think um i don't know uh think the concept of a real bear attacking you is about the scariest thing i can think of um and so yeah i liked it a lot i I think this is about an eight for me yeah big 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 difference i think i don't know but i think you might be on mute no that's me so okay yeah that's a pretty big difference that's yeah i don't know i mean I don't know what I expected. I I mean, like I said, I didn't have high expectations, mm. and it's like, yep, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, you didn't think the dialogue was funny or, like, the There moments? was some dialogue that was good. There was some dialogue that I found funny, and, like, little but little the, moments. That, yeah, the moments like, were just stacked are, on top of each other were very funny. Like, I mean, it, what I appreciated some of the stuff that was, like, more subtle. That was just like just a funny situation where it's like those things that you throw into a sketch that's just like, right, what, like what, yeah, that's, that's just something's kind of off about that, um, or some lines that are just on the face funny, but, um, yeah, I don't know, I I didn't, uh, I think it's fun. Like I'm not gonna say people shouldn't see it, but I don't think people should have high expect high expectations about it. No, you should definitely go into it the way you definitely will if you're a person mm-hmm. which is yeah. knowing that this is a movie called cocaine bear <laughs> right. that that will that will temper your expectations exactly i also did like a little bit of the ambiance going on it felt a little bit uh could have done with a little bit more turbo kid in there you know just a little bit more it was a slightly exaggerated 80s ambiance mm-hmm. 
I got to say, Carrie Russell, wow. It's like she hasn't aged a fucking day. I was like, yeah. I was like, wait, is this that bitch from, from the Disney Channel when I was a kid? And I'm looking, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she is, looks exactly the same. She's 46, and she looks like she's 29. I'm like, wow, way to go, Carrie Russell. Way to live a <laughs> live a healthy life. And just beautiful. I love her. Yeah. Speaking of love, if you're listening to these commercials or any commercials, um, you can skip them by showing us love on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash horror movie talk. And we got all different levels of patronage. Uh, just a sampling of what you get. Um, we record a after pod after every episode we just leave the mics rolling and talk about various and sundry things happening in our lives which uh, a lot of people like um at a certain level we have uh, patron exclusive episodes called pretentious reviews where we cover a lot of movies that we uh just don't really fit with the uh horror movie talk brand either they're too old or too obscure that we don't think people would get a lot of uh, it wouldn't get a lot of attention, but like, for example, after this episode, we're going to record an episode on Peeping Tom from 1960, which is uh, kind of a British counterpart to Psycho. Um, and people really like those and other things. So go check out our Patreon. Uh, you can also go to our shop at horrormovietalk.com slash shop. Uh, and you'll you can order t-shirts or stickers which i'll mail out very very late because uh, i never remember to do that and uh you can also go on instagram and and uh, follow dustin gobel our resident artist he's at d gobel zero zero at d g o e b e l zero zero on instagram and uh, we love him so please send him some love if you want to call and leave us a voicemail again that number is six eight two two five three four four six eight Thanks again for listening. Let's get on with the show. There we go. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. All right, so, um, yeah, I mean, there was some in- enjoyable stuff in in this movie. Like, I'm not going to say I didn't like it. It's just, in terms of a movie, it doesn't quite meet my expectations either in terms of, like, the structure and filmmaking aspects of it. And really, honestly, it comes down to how thin and uninteresting the characters were, like... Can you name a character that ends in a different place where than they began in this movie? Like that's what I view as a character arc is like they are a certain type of character, they have a you know, like a personal dilemma or something holding them back and in the end they conquer something and are changed. That's kind of like the the hero's journey type character arc just in general terms and i feel like every character just ends exactly where they started like there's not there it's just basically 
you know, characters that are archetypes are like they are what their job is or what their situation in this moment is. It doesn't necessarily give you any insight into their character carry you through a journey for each of them. Um, I, I, I guess, I mean, if you're holding it against that, um, if that's, if that's your filter, um, is a hero's journey. If you're applying a hero's journey to this movie, um, yeah, it doesn't, no, those things don't happen. But I mean, you know, to a limited extent, this movie is, you know, based on a true story or at least supposed to be about a true event that could have happened. Right. So it's not terrifically applicable in my opinion in cocaine bear, because it's just a, a recounting of a fucking wacky thing that happened, you know? So it's like, is a thing that just happened to people theoretically, obviously none of this actually happened to people, but, but that's the setup for the story. So it's not like, I mean, to me, like the most important part of storytelling is the people aspect of it. Cause that's like, and I don't know, I, I look at it and I'm like, okay, they, they give the characters attributes or like situations. You, you look at Margot, Margot Martindale's character. She's the ranger and she's like, she's thirsty, you know, she wants to get fucked and, uh, and then she just dies. I mean, it's a common like problem with slashers for me, which is like, yeah, it's not really about that. And maybe I shouldn't be measuring it against that, but it's like about halfway. I'm just not interested in the characters at all because it's just like, okay, well, they're either going to, they're going to die or they're not. And the ones that aren't going to die are the obvious ones that aren't going to die. It's like, okay, the mom and kids are not going to die. The drug dealers or, um, thugs that you care most about aren't going to die. Everyone else is going to die. You know, all the unlikable characters are going to die. Um, and like, I think it's, uh, in terms of just missed opportunities, I think it would just make it a more interesting movie to have that added layer of like characters learning something about each other or, you know, overcoming some kind of obstacle to help them in their journey of defeating cocaine bear or honestly the most interesting idea i i thought of in this was give cocaine bear an arc like act like a nature documentary of like like they should have shown cocaine bear pre-cocaine like they should have shown it like living a natural life providing for his little bear cubs and you're like oh i love this bear and then show it descend into madness and then redeem itself <laughs> i don't know i mean it's like just like a, a simple or even just like you can make an like a a non-human character have real character um you know just look at any nature documentaries or you know or the Benji movies, you know? Uh, it's like, it can be done, and it would make it more interesting. You'd be like... I just wish... This is the only this is the only review show where you're going to hear one of the reviewers say, I just wish Cocaine Bear was more like the Benji movies. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> that's why people come. No, that's it. I mean, I mean it, no, it, it's a good point. Um, 
I mean, it's it. You know, it, it's just uh, it's just. I guess the difference is, you want a thing, and this is not that thing, and I'm just accepting the thing for what it is. Like it's like I had, so, I, uh, I was. It was just for what it was. It was very entertaining to me. Right. Um, yeah. And it scratched a lot of uh, itches that I enjoy. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it it. I mean, to a degree, the bear has an arc, you know? You see this bear do all these horrible things, and then towards the end, <gasps> she's a mama bear! She's got kids, and they're doing cocaine, too. Oh, no. <laughs> she's a bad mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel bad. I, it, made me, it made me be like, oh, no, her kids are hooked on cocaine, and they're going to... I know. They're always going to be chasing this dragon. Cubs. Now those bear cubs are in foster care. And now they're always going to be chasing a dragon, you know, mm-hmm. for the rest of their bear lives. They're going to be like, I peaked too early. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a taste of that, uh, of that yay. And now, yeah. now what is life? You know, now mm-hmm. I'm just sifting through a dumpster in a fucking national park. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think like that's the thing. Like you can either go. What if this is the, the- route of. What if this adding... is the arc of of bears that end up in dumpsters in national parks? Like they just hit a rough a rough patch where they found some cocaine or drugs mm-hmm. or something like that, and then they find themselves, you know, hooked on people mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really open yourself up to like a like a whole series. You know, like this could be a franchise. You could do Cocaine Bear. You do fentanyl bear, <laughs> fentanyl uh, bear, yeah. trank bear, trank bear, right? <laughs> Just a bear with open lesions. Oh, oh. <laughs> meth bear, mm-hmm. crack bear, <laughs> uh, bath salts bear. <laughs> that one ro- really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Hash bear. So I mean, sure. I mean, you can you can look at me as nitpicky as saying like, like it doesn't it doesn't have the thing that I want. But I mean, for me, like character development or like a character arc is kind of table stakes for any movie. But it's not that kind of movie. Um, I don't. I don't think that, it's nitpicky. I think it's just a. It's just what you want, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. And. And and that's probably what my problem is. Like, if it doesn't do that, it has to go all in on the ridiculousness of the situation. And it does go in on it, just not doesn't feel like all in. It's not like nonstop craziness. There's a couple set pieces that that work. Um, so there's the, I mean, the opening with the Norwegians is pretty good. Like that's that's probably gets you into it really well, which yeah. is like, oh, it's a black bear. For the rule for black bears is you fight against them, you know. And if it it's black, you... fight back. If it's yeah. brown, lay down. Yeah, and <laughs> if it's coked up, uh, you're fucked up. Yeah, I can't. Um, yeah, so the norwegian see it and it's it's a pretty good way to introduce the cocaine bear which is like oh that's acting kind of strange and then all of a sudden it pops up right in front of you like oh shit 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did a good job of making the bear uh unnerving. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like like there is bears and how they act, but they gave this one a little bit of facial expression, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like you know, <laughs> it was like it it did this. Where a bear will just be like like a like yeah. a shark, you know, but Yeah, even if it's attacking you, it's like I'm going to eat you now. You know, because that's just another day in the life of a bear. But when it yeah. when it furrows its brow, then you're like, oh, oh that's so much upset, more upsetting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because in real life, a bear, you to a bear is nothing. Like, it could not give a shit about you. Um, I don't know. What, what was your opinion was about the CGI on the bear? Like, was it distracting was it good a little bit of a little bit of both you know um it's a little distracting i guess it's like you know those first couple shots kind of like make you go yeah i'm in a movie called cocaine bear right yeah you know <laughs> you're just like oh yeah no what did i expect them to train <laughs> uh-huh. a bear uh-huh <laughs> no um like the the CGI is CGI, which is it's so strange that we're still saying that after all these years. Like, man, you look back at Jurassic Park and you're like, I just it's face meltingly convincing for being <laughs> yeah. 1992, and then you know here we are, and it's still pretty good, but it never peaked too early in 1992. You know, like yeah. Here's the thing about like Jurassic Park: what makes it so good. And, like, why it still stands up even today in terms of, like, that's super convincing. Like, you go back and, like, you know, CGI in the 90s and you're like, it's bad. Like, it looks very bad most of the time. Most of the time it's just god-awful. Like, it has this weird sheen on it. It's not lit the same. It's, like, just obviously not enough polygons to look at to make it look photorealistic on film. But Jurassic Park looks real, and it still looks real for the most part. And part of that is they just knew when to use CGI and when to use, like, puppets or or stuff like that. And they definitely didn't – I mean, they they basically wrote the movie that they wanted, and they didn't write it around the the CGI bear. Like, a couple things they could have done to make it a little more convincing was – do more stuff at night like if you show it at night or or show less of it it's more convincing if you um i don't know even if they use like puppets more there there must have been like some puppets because like when it's laying on top of the guy that must have been like a yeah i think that was just about the only (laughs) moment where i was pretty certain that it was a it was a prop a real life prop yeah I will I will add a little bit to my my review, which is each one of the situations I found enjoyable, like there there was no point at which uh, I was like, oh, come on. Each time I was kind of like, oh, no, you know, like, oh, this is I don't like this, you know, or like or they would they were they I think they had good good uh a good script too like it was it it was good dialogue and a lot of this movie is dialogue 
Um, so, hey. Yeah, there's a couple moments in here that was like, <laughs> um, some some great lines in here, <laughs> like uh, the guy. There's kind of like a, a standoff between a detective and a couple of the drug dealers. Uh, that ends up that like the cop shoots one of them, and he shoots his fingers off. But he shoots like this finger and this finger no, off. It's the other and two. The, it's, it's these two. And the guy's like. How do you shoot those fingers off? They're not even next to each other. I'm so I'm just... still confused about that. Like what? Ha- so the guy shot him. So the so the detective shot him, and he shot himself. How did he no, shoot I think two he just, fingers uh, off? He shot his. Maybe it was just like, hey man, what's oh, come at me, bro? And it come through there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It know. was. It was an interesting <laughs> choice because it clearly understood its own integrity like it was like this can't really work but it threw it in there anyway i was like all right yeah another line that i really liked that kind of like underlines the point that i was trying to make which was um i think ray at the very end ray liotta asks uh um carrie russell's characters like who are you and she just goes a mom a mom yeah (laughs) exactly it's like yep that's what this is is like She's not actually a character. She's just a mom, you know. She's just there to fulfill the role of being a mom. Um, and uh, what are some other good good lines? Oh, my other another one of my favorite moments is like, um, anyway, we'll get to it. We'll the get kills. To it. So let's the kills. Many of them were absolutely bonkers too. Like that ambulance chase, right? Huh. The like, ambulance, probably other ambul- than the ambulance, the amber lamps. Uh, <laughs> probably other than the the Norwegian opening, the amber lamps is the best set piece. Oh, it, it was fucking wild! It was so crazy. Like each one of them met such a horrible fate. Um, <laughs> and I, I really, I, I mean, I genuinely did not like it. I was, it was upsetting. Like I was like, I don't want. Uh, this in my head like it was just like yeah each time cocaine bear got a hold of somebody they met a horrible fate it was horrible it was like being killed by a bear (laughs) yeah the the ambulance scene where they're like just running away and somehow the cocaine bear has just super speed um and j- leaps into the back of the amber lamps. Amber lamps. Uh, Ambulance. Which is great. And Margot Martindale's character on the stretcher falls out and just becomes a meat crayon on the on the pavement. Oh. Which I thought they I thought they were gonna come back and she was gonna be alive. Like that would have been a great moment where they're like they passed by the stretcher, which was <laughs> I'm just gonna say that stretcher at the end was obviously empty, like did you look at that stretcher when they oh, passed by? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Margot like, Martindale is definitely underneath that. <laughs> yeah, where'd she go? Um, um, but yeah, I thought that could have been a good moment of just like, help me. Yeah. <laughs> just like strapped into a stretcher. Margot Martindale uh, does not stop working. I mean, does not stop working. N- no, she is a in-demand character actress because like she's in a ton of tv shows like 
I think she was even in, wasn't she in, uh, no, I was thinking she was in The Last of Us in an episode, but that was someone else. Dude, she was in Orphan, the first Orphan. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, she's she's one of these gals who's just like, just fucking working. She gets up every day, has two or three cups of coffee, and gets out there. And, you know, does a voice line for a cartoon show or is in a, um, a Hallmark movie or is on a show, uh, sometimes a big show, sometimes a show you've never heard of. Dexter, you know, like she's she's out there doing it and making hay while the sun shines like that girl is cranking. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Um, yeah, she's she also has one of the best moments before the Am- Amber Lamp scene. Um, so she's been attacked, and she like made her way back to the ranger station, and uh, you know finds the thugs in there, and then accidentally shoots one in the head trying to hit the cocaine bear, which was also a great moment. That was that was great. She stand she sticks with like all of the characters are. Like, like they have a tick, you know, like they're all the thing that they are, you know, it's, it's like they've been, their direction is pretty good for the, for, for the actors because it's like, no, be who you are, be exactly who you are. And Margot is a character who closes her eyes while she shoots her gun. Like that's her tick. Like she's like, bang, you know, it's like close, pull. And, uh, (laughs) and she sticks to that. Like. <laughs> um and then so she they get attacked again by cocaine bear and then like the amber amber lamps shows up i, I can't say ambulance now because i'm just thinking amber lamps um somebody call amber lamps need amber lamps um so one of my favorite moments uh when the emt show up like she's, you know, on Margot Martindale's character is basically on the on the cusp of consciousness and is just mumbling, and they're like looking around and and you know discover that the cocaine bear was in a back room, closed off, and then in a dark back room <laughs> doing cocaine. Yeah, and Margot Martindale's trying to warn them. She's like mumbling, yeah. and then she picks up the te- stethoscope and just goes. Bear, <laughs> it was great. Which is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a great moment. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they're like, <gasps> <laughs> "Oh man, yeah." So, um, it's so unfortunate how they hopped on pop. Like each part of this, <laughs> each part of this movie just reminds me of like, "Oh shit!" Oh, like, so the bear just so in real life the bear just died. Yeah, the bear. Did not survive eating a brick of cocaine. Damn. You'd think, you know, you'd think it'd be like, you know. I mean, if Chris Farley can do a brick, you know. Right. I'm sure Chris Farley could have. Out-cocained the cocaine bear? Yeah, it's really unfortunate because, I mean, with the early passing of of, uh, Chris Farley, Mm. we'll never get to see Chris Farley versus cocaine bear. (sighs) Yeah, really, it could be like Chris Farley versus John Candy. Yeah. You could just take the bear out of it. 
Man, they. This is an aside. Have you ever listened to the podcast uh, "Fly in the Wall"? It's the one with Dana Carvey and and uh, David Spade. No, it's just basically they talk about behind the scenes SNL stuff and and interview people that were on SNL or hosted SNL. Oh man, they'd be great people for that. Wow, this daylight savings is ruining my light. <sighs> um, <laughs> I need to block that window. <gasps> it's going to be a problem. Um, Where are you going? You're fading away. (laughs) 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 The sound really, really pulled it together. No, you know, I was thinking about it. And uh, since (laughs) just on another side note, like since the (laughs) since the unplanned um, mentioning of a certain individual in the scream mm-hmm. episode that led us on a little trip around the world i was kind of thinking you know like we could go on a little you know we could go on a little quest you know each one of us kind of visiting places we've been in the past uh-huh. and may go in the future you know it's like oh 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 wow another cat Oh, geez. It just keeps on going, really. Dark, spooky woods. Oh, that's probably where the cocaine bear was. Yeah, so that podcast, they just talk about behind-the-scenes stuff with SNL and interview people that were on SNL or hosted or behind-the-scenes. But they did, like, a two-episode, like, tribute to Chris Farley around his what would have been his birthday. And it was great. And it made you, like sad and happy lots of like really funny moments but like the takeaway is like man i really wish i could see what chris farley would be doing now like what like what would he be capable of and and it's just he would definitely be in this movie chris farley would be in this type of movie yes um i don't know it could be a really interesting um you know i mean kind of when somebody goes you kind of remember them for what they were when they went, but right, you know, like yeah, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be doing the same shtick. No, now. I, I don't but know. He'd... I don't know if he'd be in Cocaine Bear. You know, like it's a. I mean, it's a it's a very insane suggestion to to speculate on where Chris Farley would be twenty thirty years after his death. Right. But I don't know. I would hope that he wouldn't be in Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Does that make sense? You I know? think it could be a return to form. It'd be like Jim Carrey and his appearance in the Sonic movies. It's like, hey, look, it's Jim Carrey again. And not not like, you know, the number 23 Jim Carrey, but the real Jim Carrey. Um, I don't know. Um, anyways, the two kids, I like the two kids. They they were pretty good little actors. There's a scene where they where they eat the cocaine. I wish they did more with that. I wish they like went hard into the kids like becoming addicted to cocaine or just like becoming super powered and you know fighting against cocaine bear or something. It, yeah, it, it they, what it didn't have in like um satisfying character progression arcs, it had in moments, you know, it had each moment was like what? Like I just didn't expect little kids to do coke in a movie. I just didn't. Um, 
And then they did. And really, in in a very, like, you know, you're sitting there thinking about your kid. And you're like, no, please don't. Like, don't. Don't. And then they do it the exact way the little kid would. And you're like, no. Oh, no. And, you know, you're waiting for them to be rubbing their gums and stuff. And Yeah. Man, okay, I, I've just come up with a version of Cocaine Bear that would include Chris Farley. So Chris Farley, he's uh, he's older and wiser, and his character is a former cocaine addict. And he's recovered, and, you know, his all of his friends in the movie, like, talk about the glory days, and he's, like, separating himself from that. And, and he's the park ranger. He's Margot Martindale's, like, part. And he's trying to protect people and people are just dying left and right. And in the end, in the third act, he realizes the only thing that can defeat cocaine bear is if he gets back on Coke and he just snorts like half a brick of cocaine and just goes mano y mano on the bear and defeats him. But, uh, but he overdoses and oh no you're disappearing we're losing bryce oh no um yeah no he overdoses and we tragically lose him the same way we lost poor ray liotta um except ray liotta had a heart attack while shooting a movie in the dominican republic and died in his sleep at the young age of 67 can you i mean do you think It seems weird that Ray Liotta's last movie is Cocaine Bear, but also kind of makes sense. Like, right. It is kind of fitting. Yeah. You're like, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess. It's a very wrestler kind of arc, you know, mm-hmm. the wrestler. Well, you break into films with basically a character that tie on cocaine. You You end your career with a movie about a cocaine bear. Right. As a, uh, you know, as a cocaine dealer. It's like poetry. It, it rhymes. Yeah, so you say this movie doesn't have an arc, but doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? Um, the other scene, like the beginning scene with the, the skydiver or like the, the cocaine guy, I just like the fact that he's wearing sunglasses while going skydiving like at night. There's so many reasons why that's a bad idea. Um, it's got... Um, What's his name? Isaiah Whitlock, which uh, I know from The Wire. He's the shit guy <laughs> from The Wire. She. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Now, okay, yes, <laughs> yeah. He 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 had and see, I, li- I really liked his character a lot. Like he's like he's like all concerned with dogs, you know. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I got this dog. It's just this wussy little dog, but I kind of love it, but it doesn't play fetch, you know? And he's like asking his coworker, he's like, do you got a dog? Border Collie. That's a cool dog. Yeah. What do you got? Let's see if I can do this. Can do this? Shit, boy. Think I'm going to be the scapegoat for the whole damn machine? Shit. Clarence is going to. Shit, as far as the federal money is concerned, he's everything. The faucet, the goose. The goose. The one that lays them golden eggs. <laughs> Major crimes. Shit. 
Shit. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, another man, another actor from The Wire just died. Um, the Curse of the name? Wire. Not the only is it an unsatisfying show. Lance Riddick. Lance Riddick died. Who who be that? Lance Riddick is. Who you'd that, recognize him? Who that dude be? It's this guy. Oh, oh yes, I saw that yesterday or the day before, just very recently. Yeah. The Wire takes another. Too young. Too young. Um. So yeah, ba 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 ba. Do you think Sci-Fi Channel is kicking themselves for not getting the rights to Cocaine Bear? Like it seems like, or the Asylum Pictures, whichever one, makes all the Sharknado movies. Mm. Like, God damn it, we could have had Cocaine Bear. Why didn't we think of that? I um, you know, it's so weird. I uh, you know, I haven't had a subscription to any sort of cable service, anything with channels, you know, for at least a decade at, at least prob probably more. No, about a, maybe 12 years or so. Like it boggles my mind, boggles my mind that there are still channels out there, you know, but you know, until them boomers ditch, you know, until they're out of here, until some cocaine bear comes and grabs them. There will be channels, like, on TV. Isn't that fucking... Does that blow... Does it kind of weird you out, too, or... I mean, I, I still... I watch the Oscars on over-the-air broadcast. <gasps> oh! See, and that's Sunday. the other thing. I, I, I can't... There's no antenna service out here. None. Mm. None. Yeah. Zero. So you can't even get it. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you've got fiber internet, so yeah, there's ways to get. That's true. Yeah. You can get YouTube. YouTube has channels, huh? There's a couple different services where you can pay basically to get like the, the actual over the air channels or most of like, if you were to get Peacock, I think even they have like the broadcast channel i think i don't know okay um what else is there to talk about i think i mean that's mostly what i had to talk about like it's 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 good you know it's good enough for what it is um it ends really suddenly just kind of goes until it ends and that's that's part of like Again, going back to the character arcs, it's like it, it's it's pretty arbitrary. Yeah, where it ends and where it begins, it's just a, because it's a day in the life of a cocaine bear, <laughs> and everyone who whose life he touches or right. ends, she, right. Um. So yeah, did you have anything else to talk about? Um, I mean, just I. I, I It is not as embarrassing of a movie to be uh, associated with um, as I thought it was going to be. It's I'm glad Cocaine Bear exists to the degree that it does. I don't approve of the... I think that there is a chance in Cocaine Bear 
for some real good to be done, uh, which is like if you're going to have a movie the way this is set up, kind of you could you could go kind of zombie land with it, you know, and uh, and have rules. But instead of being useless zombie rules, it could be useful bear rules. And they did that a little bit at the start. But um, but, you know, like uh, so, for example, uh, like if you're being chased by a black bear. Um, yeah, the, the rule is fight back, but also don't climb a tree. Black bears are as good at climbing trees as they are at walking toward you. Like they're fucking experts. But if it's a brown bear, climb that fucking tree. That's all you got to do. Get up the tree. Get up the tree. The brown bear cannot get up a tree worth anything. They're large lumberous tanks. You know, they're just, they, they don't climb trees. The the babies will, uh, but, but a full grown brown bear will not be able to get you if you're up a tree. So like, I just wish it had done more of that kind of thing where it's like, just take a moment and throw some fun tips up there and you could have saved some lives, you know? And, and Carrie, Carrie always does this with me. She'll, she'll be like, cause Carrie's re- my, my wife, not Carrie Russell. Um, my wife, uh, will be like, yeah, but what about a cougar? And I'm like, not to be scared of with a cougar, sweetie. Like you just don't, you just don't have anything to worry about statistically. Like you just don't have anything. She's like, yeah, but I don't know. Red Dead Redemption has taught me the complete opposite. Cougars are the most frightening thing in that game. <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, if a cougar wants to kill you, but again, if you it, like the way she does it is she pits them against each other. So she's like a bear or a cougar kill you i'm like the cougar she's like why i'm like because it's 130 pounds and it doesn't want you to struggle so it kills you right away like it can't it can't handle you flopping around so it it tries to kill you like bites into the back of your neck and it it wants to kill you like that a bear doesn't care if you're dead because it's at least 400 pounds probably more like a thousand pounds if it's trying to kill you and so and furthermore like there's like a little more, I think there's like a, a few more than a hundred cases of cougar attacks in, on people in the last hundred years. Like it's like one a year. Bears is like fucking thousands, thousands and thousands. It's just like, oh yeah, <laughs> bears. Well, this is educational. I I did not know that bears do not give a shit. They're horrifying creatures. They're they're truly nightmarish <laughs> creatures that walk the earth. That is a good question. Does a bear give a shit in the woods? <laughs> no. Uh, uh. Um, okay, so final recommendations. Who would like this? Uh, pretty much anyone that reads the, the title Cocaine Baron says, like, that sounds fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, don't expect any Oscar awards um, going to Cocaine Bear, but... It's good fun. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Let's get into our next bit. Taglines. Do I have taglines in here? I do.
tagline. Okay, taglines is a bit where we come up with alternate taglines for the movie that we're reviewing. Um, I've got, I don't know, I've, I've got five, but probably really only four. How many do you got? Yeah, about, but, but I can match you. Okay. Uh, okay, cocaine bear. Just say no to cocaine bears. <laughs> There's mention of dare in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, did, uh, did I, I, you went to public school, you had dare. I didn't have mm-hmm. dare. Um, I went to a, a private, very prestigious private school. So, mm-hmm. um, what was dare like? Can you recall? I mean, I wasn't in it. It was like an after school. Yeah. Like, you, you watched thing. it, right? Huh? You watched it. It was, it was like a presentation. Um, I don't even think it was a present. It was like a student activity. Like you could join the dare program and be an advocate for saying no to drugs as a student, which is apparently did not work because all those people ended up being on drugs. But I think maybe there was an assembly. I don't know. It's, it all kind of melds together. Like all the stuff about, did it chase you? Drugs. Did, did it chase you throughout your school? Uh, like know. your schooling, so. like like um, was it just elementary? I think it was mostly a middle school thing. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, uh, cocaine bear. Harvey Weinstein is cocaine bear. Uh, I'm, I got along those lines. Cocaine bear, not a bio, not a biopic about Ari Lang. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh, uh, cocaine bear. Bert Kreischer is cocaine bear. <laughs> um, cocaine bear, or as it's known in its, uh, or as it's known by its title in Colombia, Osa. Oh, because that's what you in Spanish. No wait, is Osa the name of a bear? It's just a bear. Bear, you know. Because in Colombia, they would just call it a bear. Right, because it's so much coke. Right. right. All, the, all the bears are cocaine bears. Cocaine bear is John Goodman when he was big guy. But he's okay. not anymore. So you've got an unlimited supply of these taglines yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. All right, cocaine bear. Move out of the way, Smokey. Here comes Snorty the bear. Snorty. Yeah. Instead or of Cokey behind me. Hi, Cokey. Instead of Hootie the Owl, it's Huffy the Owl. Mm-hmm. Huffy. Is that a Huffy? That's a nice bike, son. We could have like a whole wildlife drugs universe. Yeah. Like a yeah. Anyways, what would the uh, what would the woodpecker be? Um, trank. I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah. This is a new drug, huh? Yeah. Trank. You heard about it too. Now, what makes it, what what drug would make you beat your head against the wall? I mean, that's kind of cocaine, crack. Too, isn't it? Yeah, it's crack, meth. Yeah, or no, that's like a that's almost a bath salts thing. Mm. Not that we'd know. Um, yeah. Kevin James is cocaine bear. <laughs> Remember <laughs> Kevin James? <laughs> All right, my last one, cocaine bear. Is it good? 
<laughs> Does a bear do lines in the woods? Uh, yeah, this this bear did a lot of cocaine. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot. He was always on the hunt for that next sweet line. Cocaine bear is not dead John Candy. <laughs> and that's taglines. I'm so sorry. I'm so Thank sorry. you so much for joining us. Be sure to share horror movie talk with friends. Uh, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and go to our website, horrormovietalk.com. You'll find links to all of our social media and get involved there. Leave us a comment on our social medias or call us at 682-253-4468 and you can leave us a voicemail. We love you. Yes, we'll see you on the flippity floppity. We love you. Bye. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. You lose. You get nothing. Is that a ring? It is. Wow, that didn't sound good.